Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is not how I prefer to view you, Andrea. What are you talking about? I've got you on speaker view. I prefer a gallery where we're both equal. Got Instead it. Instead of you being my overlord. Got it. Um, you're yeah. like, I actually like preferred looking at you when I've had a couple alcoholic beverages. Uh, <clears throat> it's the only way I can handle your fucking power. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. No, we're in. just we're talking pure tech, pure tech, baby. That's mm-hmm. how I want to. Um, whatever. Don't whatever. give me a break. I've been looking at your mug on a little screen for so long so every long. week. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get to tell you, and maybe I'll tell you here, like on the podcast, um, we've officially been invited on Mondays, weekly, if we want to, to kind of have an industry night at the new stowaway in downtown LA, where Julian would like very much for us to entertain bartenders and service industry people, oh, sort of with like a version fun. of our show live, which would stream also, what? which is super fun. I know. So- I mean, look, we're doing, we're releasing things on Monday. We're releasing a little thing called add-ons on Monday, you guys. And here's the deal. We're, by the way, hi, welcome to Sidework Podcast. Just Pod- do it. We're getting our business out Cast. of the way live. Podcast. Before we get into it, this is Sidework Podcast. I'm Andrea. That's Brooke. Let's. <laughs> uh, I can speak for myself. I'm Brooke. You're not the boss of me. Nobody's saying anything. I know. I Jesus know. Christ. I know. Listen, it's gloomy out today. I feel insecure. All right. Don't (laughs) take it out on me. I've been your goddamn partner on this ride for three years. I know. I've got your back. So anyway, we do a little show on Mondays called Add-Ons. And look, are you guys listening to Add-Ons? You know, we really like it. But look, if we start doing something like the stowaway, that's going to be a whole nother like run of stream of content on a Monday which will be different and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's our hope. That might start in June. We'll figure out what feels good, feels right. Have a few guests, maybe have even like a stand-up comic or something. Wow. But um, yeah, we would be partnering with uh, like, there's a very deep bartender network who the bar manager there at this new place is like, oh, I'd be so stoked. I'd love to collaborate and, you know, get them like a bunch of my uh, peers and coworkers to come in on, on Mondays on their day off and like throw down. And then after us, an organ player would come on. I'm, Whoa. I'm very much into this. Super fun. We should get hire someone player. to play a live calliope so they could do our actual theme song. Our free theme song. <laughs> That'd be funny. Can we That'd ask if this, I know that our theme song haunts my brain when I hear it. I'm like, wow, that was a choice, huh? I love it. Love it. I love slash it too. I PTSD. mean, I think we're just like, it's a circus out there. We tried to kind of like veer toward it. Yeah. Right. It's, like mm-hmm. our inspiration was send in the clowns, you know, when 
people are waiting for the doors to open for brunch. Mm-hmm. We used to blast "Send in the Clowns." Really, they, could, they couldn't hear version? it. Like who? Which who's whose rendition? Fuck! This was Chicago at Sal Marie, but for us internally because they couldn't hear it. But before we would open the door, but we could see everyone gathered outside on the sidewalk. Right. We would play "Send in the Clowns." No, but um, I mean, was yeah. it like Barbara Streisand's like cover of it? Was it? I'm like, telling you, I don't remember. Is Cafe oh, Sal Marie? Got it. Forever got it. ago. Yep. Gotcha. Sorry, baby. That was like 20 years ago. No, dude. it's all right. It's a Sondheim song. We all know everybody knows that from a little night music. Everybody knows where the song <laughs> originates from, right? I'm not the only one. I'm just saying it's been covered time and time again by all sure. sorts of crooners. So I don't know. This is before the days when you could just be like, hey, Spotify, show me every single goddamn rendition of that. So um, that's hilarious, though. And isn't it grand? Isn't it great? I know I just want to sing the whole song. But anyway, Let's fucking move on and just jump into some headlines, huh? Because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, my God, I this one crushed my soul. Oh when my y'all God, sent this too. Brian was Brian was like Brian, who is is so great about sending us headlines because he definitely reads way more news than I do, and is always great to like send us fun little nuggets. Um, but this one from BuzzFeed News is <laughs> Grubhub sent out this promotion. This past week um, in New York City haha, on Tuesday for campaigning an offer for a free lunch. Right. So it's a fifteen dollar promotional valid code that they only made valid for three hours. Yeah. Eleven a.m. to two p.m. And they mm-hmm. gave everyone a 24 hour heads up. They let people who use. Here's the thing. They let people who use Grubhub know. Right. But not restaurants. Correct. Correct. So. <laughs> this sent uh, basically Grubhub and all the restaurants in New York City uh, in the area into a fucking frenzy. And at one point they were they were receiving 6000 orders a minute for its promo. <sighs> I mean, and every single restaurant went fucking crazy. So there's a worker named Lily uh, in charge of packing orders at a Mexican restaurant in Harlem. And she said that since the restaurant's delivery driver couldn't keep up with the demand that she ordered an Uber and had to hand deliver 11 orders herself. So that's that seems like that sounds like a money making tactic. No, that's the fucking opposite of making money is when you have to go hire your own Uber to drop off fucking Grubhub's food. This is okay. So before we even unpack it, Further, I mean, obviously, you know, at peak points when you're using Seamless, Grubhub, DoorDash, whatever, pick your poison. Saturday nights, baby, if you go to if you go to try and order at 8 p.m. when yeah. everyone else is on the prowl, they turn they they turn their restaurant off. They say yes. our next no hours more. are tomorrow, but they usually are pausing for 30 minute increments to make sure they can appropriately handle the influx of orders and to not have any dissatisfied, Mm -hmm. misfired, Mm -hmm. horror stories, right? So like you can check back in another half hour and maybe they'll open up for a few more hours again. But this is responsible Grubhub usage because you have no control over the situation. So to have no heads up, to not be staffed, to not be prepped. A Tuesday Tuesday lunch. Like no no one's fucking, like Tuesday's like notoriously like the slowest day of the week for restaurants. And here's the thing, like many of you who like live in the burbs, live in smaller, smaller states and cities in New York City. Lunch is the meal that makes the, like nobody eats lunch at home. New York City is meant for eating lunch at a restaurant or a street cart 
whatever you're doing, like it's a blood sport. I have like jokes in my standup about how intense, like competing to get lunches in New York, but it's what everyone does. You're out of your home, you're working in the city and you pretty much carry out five days a week. You pick mm-hmm. up, you carry out, you go, you go hit up, you know, yeah, a little cart. There's so, like hot dogs and slices of pizzas and like delis everywhere. And like, yeah. But, yum. and then you imagine the number of New Yorkers and the number of people who are also like, who couldn't use a free lunch right now? Fine. I get that. But this just reeks of corporate losers who've never worked in a restaurant coming yeah. up with this stupid fucking promo that basically caused major blowback on them as a company because, I mean, restaurants just had to, like, turn off their yeah. systems. Oh, no, they no, no, no. Yeah, just a order- cafe that received, like, 200 orders in the first five minutes that the promo began. And this guy was like, I'm the only one working today. It like, must I'm have the- felt like, like, can you imagine queuing up... Um, like citywide diarrhea, like literally being on the the end of that of that printer when all of a sudden it won't stop. And this is right. happening simultaneously in like every place that's open for lunch in New York City. Right. And here's the thing. Like we talk about weight mares a lot, but I guarantee you there's line cooks out there that like their version of a weight mare is like tickets not stopping and backing up and backing up and backing up. And that is what this is. This is like a nonstop <sighs> fucking shit show that I can't even like begin to wrap my brain around it's so much um there's a guy like of course people were calling in to complain you know about everything and they talked to this one dude who was like 3600 placed in line to talk to customer service yes they were he like, was 3600 they're like you are 3600 in line for you know like should we call you back in two years well, and the, the main play of this, obviously, is to get people's information. Like, they want your fucking email, and they want your fucking phone number, and they want to send you promotions, and, like, they want your fucking information. So there's no such thing as a free lunch no. when it comes to this. And most of these restaurants are just like, I didn't even fucking know this was happening. Like, a food hall in Brooklyn, like, everybody there was like, did you know this was happening? Did you know this was happening? The answer is no. <laughs> The ripple effect. The ripple is effect is insane to me. So, so basically, right? Like it is misfired on every end possible. So you've either got people who couldn't even put their order in. They were like, say, really excited for this free lunch. So th- there were customers saying, like, I was queued up with like a reminder in my phone, like it was like tickets being released for a concert right you know but then the systems crashed and shut down so there were people who couldn't even get an order through so they're pissed off then there were restaurants who got slammed with orders but then it all got messed up on Grubhub's end so then you had restaurants going we have 47 filled orders that haven't been picked up just right. sitting on our so fucking counter waste at Ugh. the same time because then people are like oh you fucking want it anymore I love that Grub- I mean, Grubhub sent all five boroughs into the weeds like yep. it sent the entirety of of uh, <laughs> out of the whole city was just completely weeded because Grubhub, they're fucking dumbasses. This is insane. <laughs> Truly, this was the fire fest of takeout. Um, mm-hmm. There's actually ugh. even a meal that pops up, um, and I I'm like, is this from Firefest or is this like what actually somebody 
was delivered because there's a lot of tweets going out. Obviously, it's like what the free lunch Grubhub code actually gets you. And there's a photo of what looks like cheese and bread and little salad. I'm like, wait, is this from Firefest? Or is I, this like what actually somebody was delivered? I think I I think that's from Firefest. I if think I remember it's also the from Firefest documentary clearly. <laughs> that's but. the joke. Oh boy, oh boy. But yeah, that's Oof. I learn a fucking lesson. Grubhub never again. Fuck off. Oh it's my so God. intense. Okay. And the poor delivery drivers. We haven't even like talked about their poor. Yeah. It's so much. They work so hard as is. Those are the toughest, most skilled delivery drivers. They're all out there, like I said, on their rusty mountain bikes that for the love of God, like the gear, you hear like the gears just cranking. They haven't put oils on their chains because their bikes stay locked out in the rain and snow all year long. Oh, it's so intense. They work so hard and they have to go into high rise apartment complexes, you know, and either run up five flights of stairs if it's a walk up versus an elevator building. These people just work so hard. So that is also just so cruel and unusual. And it didn't be end up being worth it for anyone because everyone was mad. And I'm sure tips were not generous in any way, shape, or no, form. No, everybody's so. mad. I wonder what they're going to do to make up for it. They're like, here's another $15 they're like, lunch uh, promo. They'll just, yeah, they'll just crash their own site <laughs> somehow again. I. Uh, anyways, anywho's wowzers, uh, that's a lot. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it! This next article you found is silly. <laughs> it's very silly because we need some levity after that shit show of a Firefest Grubhub promo. Guys, are you ready? I, I mean, maybe they're going to do a promo to get your hands on some of these new Cheez-Its that are partnering with Pandora. Yep, that's right. You heard it. The music streaming station because they have aged their Cheez-Its while immersing them in hip-hop music. I don't even know how to say this sentence. They've been aged, not like in a barrel, not like in an underground cave. They've been aged by being exposed to six months of hip-hop and rap. Right. So it's like whatever, wherever they're aging their cheese, all they do is just like hit play <laughs> before they leave. Absolutely. And here's, you know, because like, so cheese, its claim is that they use 100% real cheese. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it can actually be influenced by time, by temperature, mm -hmm. by Wu-Tang Clan, um, perhaps. But uh, basically a huge, you know, promo stunt. Pandora clearly trying to stay relevant. When's the last time mm -hmm. you listened to Pandora? Um, I... But it's <laughs> been a minute. It's been a minute. I used to use them, but uh, I don't do that anymore. Uh, but basically, it's going to be referred to as the first ever sonically aged cheese snap oh, in this right. new partnership. Yep. Isn't that cute? Okay. It's like um, they've got the Cheez-It box has a big uh, cheese wheel on it that has headphones on because it's been listening to LL Cool J for half a year. Or like Tribe Called Quest, The Roots, Beastie Boys, Snoop Dogg. <gasps> Interesting. I know. Whatever, but you're sitting man. here. Here's the thing. Okay. So there's like clearly like a Gen Z senior marketing director in there. I don't and know. This feels like Gen X-y to me. They'll be like, yeah, totally play the two. You know? <laughs> I mean, the, their choice in music was at least where I'm like, yeah, play it Snoop. I fucking love this. Um, but they're like. Our innovation team is always exploring new ways to bring more unique experiences to our fan. 
have you ever had a cheese it? They're fucking delicious. They need mm-hmm. no further yeah, introduction. Innovate. The innovation is the cheese it itself. So if you're just like, I don't understand. Are sales that down? Like, yeah. What the, what is going on? As far as I know, I can still house a box of cheese its in two sittings. No mm-hmm. questions asked. That's the innovation mm-hmm. that they discovered when they made the cracker is that you mm-hmm. cannot eat less than 50 to 60 small. <laughs> yeah, the tang and the salt. Oh. Is, but look, oh. hey, I'm I'm going to try them. I'm, I'm going to eat these. <laughs> this particular I, kind. I'm like, put it on the list. I know they're terrible for you, but I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll try it. I mean, maybe I'll just put it, or I'll just put some cheese next to a speaker and play it Enya and see what happens, you know? <laughs> I'll just take cheese into work. And I'll be, my class yes. will be like, does it smell like cheese in here? I'll be like, shut up. Shh, you're fine. Shh. I'm I aging. just have to play. Mm-hmm. I'm trying new to mellow. New age cheese. Right? New age cheese. New age cheese. I'm and trying that's to me- my, mellow that's out. That's my idea. Inspired by Cheez-Its. I'm going to have new cheese. You only. <laughs> Young cheese. You want to play new age music too. So it's new age cheese. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, I'm not ripping off Cheez-Its at all. It's my own idea. Uh <laughs> But you guys, uh, act fast. It's it's the Cheez-Its Times Pandora drop uh, begins May 26th at 12 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> uh, you can head over to cheeseithq.com and they say act fast. It might sell out before your favorite song is even over. Oh, my God. Are you getting paid for this and I just don't know about it? I'm All not. Right. Okay. I just... I love cheeses. (laughs) All right. Well, let's move into this. uh, Our our server submitted a story. We got one. Just one. one. A story. Uh, Should I take it? Should I go for it? Go for it. Here we go. Brooke, Andrea, Brian, it's been a while. Hope you all doing super well. I'm doing awesome. The last few weeks have been the best in a while. I love to hear it. But we aren't here to talk about that. I'm here to share yet another amazing story in my restaurant life. In your last episode, the guest asked if y'all talked about bathrooms, which y'all talked about in the episode, to where y'all talked about the subject. <laughs> Well, listening, I brought up what happened last night, May 13th, last week at one of the bars I work at. So last night was the second time we hosted what's called Second Friday. It's ultimately a female femme gathering of the LGBTQIA plus community. All are invited, but it's more for those who identify as female or what have you. It's always a good time. No trouble. Everyone complies and just want to have a safe space to have a great time, network, drink and dance. Wonderful. Because of the number of ladies here, it backed up the bathroom. And since uh, it was a 99 to 1 ratio between the sexes, <laughs> they took over both bathrooms. My poor barback was almost stuck. He had to use the restroom. And luckily, there was one upstairs that only the staff knows about. So he disappeared up there. Later in the night, when things were winding down and we got to close, we took a moment to relax and then divide the work. I took trash, sweeping, and mopping. I started with the bathrooms, and I swear I saw hell. (laughs) I expected the women's room to be way the way it was, but when I walked into the men's room, uh, I almost had to, it's something I almost had to hype myself up for. 
In the men's room, there's one stall and a trough and two sinks. And that's all a growing boy usually needs. What I saw may have been straight out of a slaughterhouse. Oh, God. <laughs> Somehow they ended up breaking the toilet, which I fixed. It was an easy. It was easy. The tank needed a reset. Uh, there were full rolls of toilet paper and paper towels that were soaking up groundwater. Ugh. The trash can was somehow without a bag, <laughs> and that was in the corner of the restroom near the sinks. And the trough was lined with toilet paper and had toilet paper in it. And someone had a reverse of fortune in the trough as well. So I didn't know this before. A reverse of fortune is what you call when someone barfs in a bar. I'm loving this. It's fucking incredible. I'll never stop saying it. Um, And by the way, that was all on top of ice. (laughs) <laughs> on the trough. So this yes, was people happening. people were busing, pre-busing mm-hmm. their own drinks by just dumping them into the sink. Love. Yeah, they're this. like all okay. this. Like I wouldn't. I was first. I was like, oh, is reversal of fortune when you like a woman pees in the urinal? Because that would kind of also make sense, right? I'm willing kind of to assign it, instead of doing it from the front, you have to turn around and squat yeah. into it. I'm I'm um, willing to assign multiple meanings, Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> The women's room was no better. Uh, The same thing as the men's room. Paper everywhere, glasses everywhere, liquids on the floor, and someone's small reversal of fortune. A ladylike one. Just a little bleh. (laughs) Now, nothing normally scares me uh, because I used to work as a handyman slash custodian at a hair school and middle school. I've seen some shit. But last night, it was truly confirmed that it's not just the ladies' room that's the worst. It's the ladies that make the bathrooms the worst. (laughs) Nothing against anyone, but here's a tip. Keep it together in the restrooms, please. Uh, Anyways, I got it cleaned up and pretty for the next day. Here's hoping that it won't be as bad tonight. Always a pleasure. And next email will be a little more serious in tone. Oh, Ooh. Godspeed, good tips, and have your fucking ID with you. Oh, and that's from Jarrett. Jarrett. He's, he's the fucking best. We love um, Jarrett. He's our, he's our bounced around the ground in he's done Atlanta, everything. Georgia. He really has. Um, what a great story. Yeah, man. Ladies gotta, like, we need to have, maybe we should, like, etiquette class. I don't know. Like, there needs to be a word spread. You know, maybe we do actually do next. You need to make those TikTok videos. And the TikTok videos, the first round will be like proper etiquette at a restaurant for women. Like what to do and what not to do. Mm. I, uh, I just don't have it in me. I know. To- it's, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's like, and then we'll probably get like yelled at for saying stuff like that. But it's like one it's a domino effect. Someone like pees on the seat and then someone's like, ew, gross. I'm not touching that. I guess I'll pee on the seat too. And then not, fl- it's, it's crazy. There's too much. I, I meant that like, I don't like, I of course have the capacity to make a TikTok about bathroom etiquette. Like let's, let's fucking get some people on our side. Let's get the fight of our times going, right? There's nothing <laughs> else happening socially, right? Okay. Anyways, um, what I mean is like, I do not have it in me to leave a crime scene for the next person. I oh, no, 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 have been taught no, 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 like no. deep shame. Um, you know, like if there's like, I won't come out of a stall if I'm not sure what to do about something that maybe happened where I had an oopsie and I start to panic. I am like, how do I hide the evidence? Cause the mechanisms for hiding the evidence aren't working. Like if a toilet's not flushing, yeah. if something's overflowing, if you didn't realize you were out of toilet paper, like, 
And or you, so, but you have to like push and hold like the handle for like an extra second. So like you don't have to be like a quick and be like, oh, it's not flushing. I guess we'll just back it up with all the toilet paper and people will and, make the same mistake until it actually clogs. And it's like, I understand that somewhere along the way, a germ, uh, a germ of averse mother, my mother, basically taught me how to do everything like using my foot or my elbows so as not to touch germs. Like, I mean, we were all taught to like, if you can't flush the toilet with your foot, then leave it alone. And I don't believe that. That's why we go wash our hands, right? Right, everyone? We're washing our hands, correct? You can flush the toilet like a big girl, unless it's the kind that has the 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 lever because it's more of like a, um you know, like a middle school toilet, like yeah, that sort of thing. We just I'll hit the, those. The pool chains, you know, maybe we need the pool chains back. Or, or, the, like but, the, or the buttons the, on the or wall. Or you like push with your foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can just like kick it. Yeah. Yeah, there are so many. I mean, but like, it's just... Where the behavior you see where you're like, did you grow up with a maid who flushed for you? What I know it really is like so much. And I also think it's hilarious that like, I don't know, just like the stereo having to be a woman who like would never doesn't fart or poop or burp or like what women are like hide, you know, it's supposed to be proper. And then you go into a women's restroom and it's just fucking slayed and disgusting if they only knew you know it's like it's society telling us that we cannot do these things that they're unfeminine so what you get is a bathroom in a restaurant having years of repression unleashed you know it's like a repressed fart Mm -hmm. like the the repressed fart of fucking womanhood just gets oh yeah unleashed on a public bathroom and it's like we're it's like the only safe place where society tells you you can let it all go hang out and then we have people (laughs) like Jarrett tattling on us how dare you no I I think it's great I think it's hilarious you know where else are those uh you know 14 Red Bull vodkas supposed to go you know I mean, I just I just like to leave the world. Like I say, I'd like to leave the world a better place than I found it. And right. uh, I get I in and that. I get out. I'm like in and out. I'm like, I'm like. Here's advice. Even. OK, um, you don't have to be as psycho as me where I will do things like, you know, when women um, when there are literally only 15 pieces of uh, paper towel in the basket, but no one disposes of it properly so it just starts Mm -hmm. becoming jenga i will grab a few extra pieces and i will jam i will punch the whole goddamn thing down i can't help it it's who i am yeah if you're not that way don't worry i think the least you can do and here's a tip is like just don't add to it no you don't have to be a good samaritan and clean anything right but how about don't dump your drink out so that there's like a burned ice trough where people then are like oh i guess i'll throw the garbage from my purse and then it turns into right. a dish pit oh is this and where then no one can wash their hands throwing our, 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 our purse garbage i didn't this realize look, that this was happening i miss this looks like I'm a great place in. to have a reversal of fortune also, like, I'm I'm a big fan of, like, letting staff know that, like, supplies are low. That's, you know, like, I am a helpful, yeah. I'm a helpful person in that way. But, like, when there's no TP and then everybody decides to start using, like, hand towels to, like, wipe themselves Oof. with. Yeah, that's, that's when also you, a situation. It's when you break their plumbing. It's when you break their toilets and the, mm-hmm. and the game game over for everybody, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And then and then we revert to, you know, did you bring your own Home Depot bucket? Because this mm-hmm. is the world we're possibly living in. Mm-hmm. I like to be prepared. I've got a Home Depot bucket so much, so with much me at all it. times. 
Uh, well, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, great story. I mean, we're supposed to be, or we're not supposed to be, we were talking about doing like another bathroom episode because it, the topic just keeps coming up over and over and over again. So you guys know what to do if you have one of those stories. It's a service submitted story you want to send our way about anything at all, bathrooms or not. Sayworkpod at gmail.com. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Also bringing up, you know, since we're we're back and uh, keep that in mind, the sideworkpod at gmail.com. We're trying something a little different today, which might spark response, opinion, or story from you. So feel mm-hmm. free mm-hmm. if you're inspired by mm-hmm. our new uh, sort of topic. Yeah, you guys, we're doing today. We're your muses today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I've mentioned many times now, I've been a lurking. I've been a lurking on Reddit. Okay, I belong to a couple different subs. Uh, Andrea, I'm on an H. Pylori Reddit thread, mm-hmm. uh, which is disgusting, but it's actually mm-hmm. a good support group for mm-hmm. you know people going through a bacterial digestive problem. Hello, that's me. I had to shit in a collection hat and take it into Quest. Is that what they call little little sample cups? They call them collection hats. I thought that um, was like it's not. It's but it's like it looks like a hat, but obviously you flip it, you invert it, and put it under the toilet seat, and you shit so that you can catch your shit, like a little sits bath. It looks like uh, yeah. I don't know what you just said, but I think I know what you're saying. Like it's got it's got <laughs> cardboard sides so that it goes on the side, and then it's mm-hmm. got a nice decent amount for any sized butt to really well, properly, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's gross, but we are living in a time of um, masks, goggles, and gloves. I have all of that stuff, yeah. So I didn't uh, fall over and die collecting my own stool it sample. It sounds like a like a disposable a sits bath is like uh, kind of what it sounds like. You just it's a little uh, bath that you put little Epsom's <laughs> in, and then you sit on it and you soak your your little maybe you got a sore little butthole. You need to soak an Epsom oh. salt or something. Okay, this just, you're. You're expanding my world. You're you're mm-hmm. blowing my mind and teaching mm-hmm. me things as I might be teaching you all something too. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you for the fecal hat, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, ma'am. I <laughs> ma'am. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't oh, it's it's horrifying. Anyways, and then I kept it too long, so I have to do it again. They weren't open on Sundays. Oh no. And I, I took a dump on a Saturday, turned it in on a Monday. And my tests are inconclusive. So all I did was give someone. 
In the fridge? You put in the fridge? In the fridge, like triple bagged. I put like a do not eat sign uh, on it for Sean. <laughs> like these are not that he wants. That's all he wants to do is like, I really want what's in there now even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, gosh. But can I be honest too? So like, um, you know, I had Winnie went to the vet, vet too and did her like comprehensive because, you know, they called her a senior dog. I clutched my pearls. It was so hard no. to hear. But any, I guess the minute your dog's older than seven, they're a senior dog. But um, I hadn't heard right. anyone refer to my young woman that way before. But um, because I've been having some health problems, nothing, you know, life threatening, just annoying to, you know, I've felt better. Let's put it that way. But um, <laughs> Winnie. Also had to turn in a stool sample and I've got just so many new new phone numbers popping up on my phone and I could not gather who was calling or what. But then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I have Giardia. And I started like, I, they called me and were telling about Winnie's shit sample and I thought they were calling back about mine and they're like, you're negative for worms. You're this, 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 and that. And I was like, Oh, phew. And then I was like, wait, I haven't given anyone my shit yet. And this is classic eighties movies, hijinks that you're describing (laughs) right now. (laughs) It was just so terrible. Or I'm like, I'm like, God, I'm glad I like turned in my shit and not hers where they're Mm -hmm. like, what have you been eating? You know, they're like, wait, this is like, I mean, we should write this. Um, it's like the freaky friday but for stool samples yeah for stool samples (laughs) (laughs) oh my Um, god so back to yeah so i've been on reddit yeah so so i've been reddit this is this is basically that that was like a little reddit hole we went down just there that's an example of it you know you guys it's so fun it's so juicy over there the server life reddit um subreddit it's that thread is killer they're doing the lord's work it's a it is good stuff and so what happens is I get updates on my phone pretty much every every time someone posts something on any threads that I really enjoy I get a little update and there are so many good scenarios that have been posed on Reddit which I feel like deserve a healthy uh, a healthy round of unsolicited advice from Andrea and myself <laughs> plus some of the advice that was given off of Reddit users and we're going to throw a few out there today and if anything clicks with you, you know, brings out a story, you have an opinion on it, um, please feel free. Sideworkpod at gmail.com or drop us a message uh, on Instagram. We'll talk about it. We're just always trying to get conversations going with you guys mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you always have such incredible stuff to stay. But until you do, you're just going to have to hear me and Andrea's opinions on it. <laughs> so Which is why it, you keep coming back, babe, always. But you know. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm starting to think you really like it or something. Aww. Um I know it's an under uh, backhanded compliment, something like that. Okay, so this one popped up like 48 hours ago and boy, did it get people riled up with lots of opinions that sort of blew my mind, which all then filter into the crazier topic, which is like our broken tipping system in America. But here we go. All right, here was the subject. I was told about no tip beforehand. So this was the user Y20 XON Tongvalent. I can't even like get a real fucking name. Anyway, so it's told about no tip beforehand. Say someone told you first thing that they couldn't tip or they could only tip so much. So they didn't want you giving them much attention. 
Would you appreciate that and oblige them? Or how would you otherwise treat them during their stay? So this is a dilemma that a server clearly got into where they approached a table and right off the bat, they let them know, I won't be tipping you, so don't feel like you need to give me much attention. Okay. Okay. I mean, look, it's. I guess it's better than to know up front instead of like working the whole time, right, for it, and then just being like, I don't know, surprised that you get stiffed. Pre-stiffed in this, I suppose, would be the... I would just be like, okay, fine. What do you want? You know, should we go in? I mean, I feel like I'm going to say a lot of like the follow-ups that you have. This is everything that's gone through. Yes. And I I think what's great is I tried to pick ones that sort of exemplified different sides of the argument, if that makes sense. So someone obviously responded, you know, these are some of the highest rated responses. Someone said, I personally wouldn't dream of going out to eat and expect someone to serve me if I wasn't able to tip. Absolutely. We've talked, we talk about that. We talk about it for three and a half fucking years at this Mm -hmm. point, you know, Mm -hmm. and it is an attitude that unfortunately is usually only occupied by service industry people. Plenty of normies get it. They are good customers. They're they've never worked in a restaurant and they understand that tipping is just a non-negotiable. But then there's just this whole other swath of society that is looking for any way to save money for themselves and it's just this really unfortunate thing that blows back on the servers so someone else then says I've been asking people who don't tip to do this for years at least have the balls to tell me you're not going to tip straight away I'll still take your order make sure your food is right I'll even give you a refill just have the courtesy to let me know you're not paying for my time so I can allocate my time appropriately for the tables that are. Mm-hmm. And someone replied to that one saying, exactly. If someone tells me they're not going to tip, I wouldn't treat their table like crap or completely ignore them, but I will know to give priority to my other tables. Yeah. There's something about like, you know, just like this is your job is to like, as a server is to make sure everybody's taken care of. And you, and I would never ever think about being like, Sorry, I'm not even going to pay attention to you because that's like more trouble than it's worth. Oh, what a fickle, fickle thing. Like, right. And, also, and it's like, like I I just don't as a server too. like, look, I have tables that are amazing, but I also feel like everybody gets the same service like that is awesome no matter what, you know. I mean, obviously, if people are ordering a shitload of stuff and want more drinks, you're going to like need to spend more time with them. But if you have a table that's like, we're not going to tip you, but we're going to like run you ragged, like, yeah, right? What the fuck? Because you how go do you get... know that that's not going to happen? Right. Like... You go get the manager immediately. Like, because we had some very kind people on this thread, too, who were like, listen, if it's a regular who's down on their luck, but they've usually been in, they're like, there are going to be circumstances where, um, you can as a server clock it that like something is wrong like maybe they're stranded uh maybe like like you know when like it's someone sure. has to get out of the I'm, rain or just right. just something really weird or someone who you're like maybe this is their first hot meal in two years and they scrape money to sit at the corner of a bar and have a meal yeah. and it's not good but like maybe you're like a man child whose like bike gets stolen and you're like on a cross country like you know you have to go find your bike and then you go to a diner like in the desert and uh, you order a tuna melt and then you realize your wallet is gone like shit like that happens I mean and Andrea for for reference you know Andrea likes to compare all of life's trials and tribulations to Pee Wee's Big Adventure <laughs> 
that's where yeah. she learned her moral center. Um, and most of it's life actually references. not a terrible place to learn your moral center. I'm just, no. it's actually not, not bad at all. Um, but something, but here's the thing. Okay. Something tells me that this is a person who does this like in a serial fashion where oh, they're they like, I get figured off out. on it. This is they, the person I am. No one's taken away my guns. Sorry to like lean that side of things, but I just feel like it's just like a certain personality who has like such a declarative statement to make like that, you know, like that. Or, I'm not thing- going to play by your rules. I'm not going to play by your rules, but what's even more confounding and infuriating about this person is they think they found the workaround and that it's like what they're doing is cool by saying, so you don't have to pay much attention to me. And this is where it then comes in where people are like, why are they presumably in a restaurant if they don't have the means? The attention is secondary to the valuable real estate they are occupying mm-hmm. at no benefit to their server. Um, you know, and they said, I guess I'd appreciate their honesty and explain to them that I won't be the server they'll be dining with and also kindly get carry out. Because when people say like, you don't have to pay much attention to me because I don't like to tip, you don't get it. You are taking up real estate and you are taking away my ability to earn money from a table that could have your table you piece of shit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what people don't understand is they think that the service like when you get people who start to try and um backpedal it and they were like listen I, i mean wouldn't you be happy if I told you don't pay me much attention? Like, I didn't come here to have, like, a fucking personal relationship with you. And it's like, yeah, neither did I as a server. Me serving you is part of the game. I don't right. have to talk to you. I don't have to bug you. The point is, I am a tip-based earner. So this isn't about, like, you think you're, um, you know, uh, relieving me of the duty of being fake friends. No, what I do and what I provide by bringing you your things, by tending to yeah. you alone with no conversation yeah. is what warrants me a fucking tip, you dumb Absolutely. fucktard. And it's like, you know, it, the, it's the same, might be the same type of person, not to like throw everybody who has these point of views in the same, like, you know, thought boat, but, um, you know, if, if, if there was a world in which it was like this guy from Australia who wrote in, who was basically like, you know, in Australia, this isn't a problem because everybody gets paid a living wage. And, you know, so like if that were to happen here, which some places do, and we all know the places that do do that, the prices are much higher on the menu um, because that's what you have to do to make up for it, pay you to pay your employees a decent wage. So it's like, well, what's worse? Like an extra, like if your burger costs an extra seven to $10 mm-hmm. or you leave a tip, you know what I mean? Right. It's- and the mentality of, and what the U S allows is someone being like having their cake and eating it too, by being like, not only did I get the, the food that's been undervalued and priced correctly by assuming that I will tip my server for their service mm-hmm. is they take the food and they stiff you. Right. Um, which is of course the most American thing ever. Mm-hmm. And everyone would have a goddamn shit fit, you know, if prices went up, but then we were all paid a wage, but they're not understanding that then tipping is now eradicated and out of their hands. Right. You right. know, the same people who say, like, just pay them a living wage would be the first to cry about their $23 hamburger. Yeah. You can't I mean, have it both ways, fu- fuck faces, folks. I, I was going to say folks, but then I, <laughs> I said I know. Faces. Like, it, make, it, it like it's all makes sense. Like, you know, when we w- went to Iceland, why, like, cocktails cost, like, $25 there, you know? I mean, well, it's a, like they're an island. It's and, an and, import and, like, food thing. Is, yeah. yeah. And food is so expensive there, too. But a lot of it is just like it's the happiest place on earth because like everybody's paid a living wage. And like it's just yeah, there's a lot. Can, there's more to it. 
There's um, so much more to it. And, you know, so it is, it's unf- like in this land of free speech, which, you know, we are grateful for in many, many circumstances, it just also allows for a whole culture of loopholes, cheaters, oh, yeah. scammers, people who oh, yeah. are justified and standing behind a fake amendment yeah, to fuck you over. promotions. Right, exactly, because <laughs> they don't want to part with five extra dollars. I know. I know. You know? I know. I know. It is a lot. It's a lot. And it's so, also, it's, it's just yeah. a lot. And there's also a wage gap, too. like Or, like or a, a you know, a wealth gap is what I will say. So it's like, that's also a, a huge thing in this country, too, is like how much bigger that's getting and like how much poorer the poor are getting and how much richer the rich are getting. And like, that's fucked up, too. You know, so there's a lot. There's, lots there's a lot pack. going on. But um, I, I suppose if, if we each walked away with one, uh, like, Andrea, what would be your crystallized summarized advice if someone said this to you how would you i would i would just be like uh wow i would i would say wow that's an opinion uh what can i get you i I don't i don't know what i would think i don't know this is hard i have to it's It's weird think about it well Mm -hmm. because as much as i have an opinion right now right when it happens to you in the moment you're just like what the fuck you know like it's like you don't know and you don't have time to process especially i never have time to process until later that's just who i am no i'm it's i'm always the person that's like i would have fucking said this you know like exactly days later but like i think i would just be like huh Okay. Right. And and, and I feel like there should be an agreement with like the house, like all the staff waits have to be like, so this person has said this. Can we, like, we all pull together and get them the fuck out of here. Mm hmm. Because that's like everybody check on them once at a time. And then like, we all kind of eat the shit on this and the manager needs to step it up too. I think right there, what you said is like immediately get a manager involved and be like, hey, this table pre-warned me that they will not be tipping me. Mm -hmm. So if you can have my back in terms Mm -hmm. of like them having a half hour meal tops, Mm -hmm. um, let's rush their food. Let's expedite Mm -hmm. everything. I'm dropping the check as soon as it comes. And we want the table back. Mm-hmm. And then and everybody in the whole place is like perfectly aware of what's going on, which is also kind of like, wah, wah. What, and yeah. now depending, yeah, depending what stage of broken I would be at a restaurant, there might also be the world in which I brave heart the restaurant, you know, and kind of be like, kindly, may I have everyone's attention? <laughs> this person just informed me they will not be tipping me this evening. Mm-hmm. Are we going to stand for that? You know, um, mm-hmm. but more than likely they would get weird like I like a lot of really like aggressive eye rolling yeah and me going okay yeah right I you just know? be like the fuck is wrong with you that's kind of how I feel like sure but if I guess I'll play this game with you but like shame on you like who do you think shame you know? on you be like yeah I would I, there's no way I would mask my disdain but I'd be like sure what are you having here's your check yeah. <laughs> thanks thanks for coming it's called takeout it's called takeout mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. did say like in the situation you could kind of flip it and do a kill him with kindness thing be like oh you know what i think you are trying to do takeout let me help you get takeout (laughs) and then they have to dig their heels even further and be like no i intend to eat a meal and dine and enjoy all the rights of a person who will not tip you so oh it's so also we're gonna need also we have four children with us and (laughs) But I also just see it like, as like the worst possible scenario. You know what I if mean? If you're if you're out there listening, just know that the restaurant staff, as much as we have our infighting 
and our day-to-day troubles when the customer abuses us and we let everyone know we come together like a powerful front and there will be bathroom water that finds its way onto your meal. If you've just oh. told if you've told me that you do not intend, you will join me in the H Pylori Reddit subgroup. I'll tell Whoa. you that much. I don't never have the cojones. Oh, I would I, Oh, I would. There's toilet water coming your way. Or the drop, the oopsie drop the steak, you know. Um I wouldn't I'm not I <laughs> I'm do just not like, just, let, just no. I'm just I'm what? just like let the let the world let the universe like do with it what you will, man. But I believe some, in. But sometimes the universe accidentally splashes toilet water <laughs> onto. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Uh, you know what I'm I saying? do. I do. Sometimes I keep, sometimes the universe accidentally puts like uh, a vial marked toilet water in your locker and <laughs> at work with this, it has a little spray nozzle on it. And sometimes like, <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes, you know, I like leave it out where it's in a quick can reach of anyone in the oh kitchen, you know, anyways, sometimes the universe is wild. Jeez that way. Oh boy. Uh, Yeah. Go away. All right. Let's move on to this next yes. uh, topic that you found, subject you found, which I think is really fun, which is the server high, a.k.a. crushing the rush. Just finished a dinner shift. We got absolutely slammed. I did not have a moment to think the entire time. I was intensely focused for five hours. Now I'm laying in bed in my underwear right now, and I feel high. Tonight, I realized that serving gives you this tangible rush where my brain feels fried and I am like 110% present. I feel no shame or anxiety, and it seems like there is some high I get from it all. And uh, at the end, they turned up the music in the kitchen and we all cleaned and danced and laughed together, and even the managers did not give a fuck. Um, Yeah, this is very real. And we've talked about this for so Mm -hmm. long. It's like, uh, when you're, you know, when you're in the shit together, right. When you fight a battle together every night and then it's over and the smoke clears, there's nothing to be but victorious. You know, it really is like, especially if everything went smoothly mm-hmm. and you like, like we said, you crushed the rush. Everyone feels like a, those moments when you're like, I am good at my job and this job does matter. And look at us, you know? And yeah. It's such a, um, all I know is like, I've talked about the wild weekend shifts or the unexpected slam dance that happens on a Tuesday when you're understaffed and you somehow fucking nail it and walk away with two waiters worth of, you know, tips that night because you handled Mm -hmm. it. But I would have to, you know, I, I, I lived a mile and away mile and a half away home and every night I, I walked home and I would need to just have a quiet walk down yeah, just the, to burn it all the city street to burn it off and then usually go sip on a drink mellow out then probably have to watch a little something on tv but it is truly like coming down from an upper Absolutely. Um, one of the responses is that this was me tonight too, uh, laughing my ass off. But honestly, it was worth it in the end. Shifts like these go by so fast and almost makes me wonder if I even hate it. Um, it's true. I mean, there's all these different things flashing in front of my head too. Like you're saying, it's just like when it's just like clockwork, 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 like whatever. What can I get you? What can I do here? I'm picking up foods out on time. Fucking bar drinks are up. You're just like ding, ding, ding. High fiving your servers, laughing with them in the back. Like nights like that are great. We call that. I mean, in the speaking of the universe again, it's called flow. 
You know, mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. get get into the slipstream. Get in baby. your zone, baby. Get in your zone. Get in the flow. The creative flow is also a thing too, like where you tap source energy, and you are one with the universe, and everything is just happening effortlessly, and it's a dance. And mm-hmm. you are executing the choreography perfectly and brilliantly, and it makes everyone feel really good. So someone else wrote, man, I feel this is a bartender. You're in the weeds, and the brain just shuts off. Instinct takes over. There's no better therapy, especially if you're going through it, you, like going through tough shit in life. He means. Yeah, yeah. You just move and work for hours, and the brain autopilots. And then someone responded, I told a work friend that serving was like therapy for me. And she was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's good. I think it's like, look, if you guys have ever done improv, there's this thing they call group mind. Um, then I think yes. that collectively when when restaurants are going well in the flow and everybody's like working hard to get shit done, that's it. You're just you're you're a hive. You're worker bees, man. You're all like. You know, working to at the same thing to get the queen. I don't know who the queen's going to be in this scenario. I don't know. All your customers just, I think the queen is like, you just make your, everybody collectively is like the queen because you just want to get through it at the end yes. of the night. And that's who you're serving. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, I yeah. think as well too, like, you know, this can happen. Uh, despite the odds being stacked against you, if you if you have a usually terrible manager, owner, maybe some people like like it can sometimes click and everyone gets on the same page when you're normally dysfunctional, or there are smarter co-workers and franchise and restaurant owners who create an environment to foster flow where they might mm-hmm. have pre-shift rituals to mm-hmm. be like, I want my servers, I want everyone to do the thing that makes them happy, that makes them feel confident so that they're bringing like love and energy mm-hmm. into this very hard profession. Because we all know when you make a hard thing harder and more unsafe for people, it reflects in the experience more often than not. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. When people come to dine, you're like, what is up with this place? You know, versus- one thing to work about like at Buca de Beppo was the thing that like we, there was always family meal. There was always like pre-shift and of it course. was weather and nine times out of ten it was just like, you know, pasta, spaghetti. There was always a big salad. I would always make the salad. I would always and if nice. I was early enough and like if, if 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 everybody in the kitchen was busy, I would just pop back on the cold line and make a big salad for everybody. But like we all got to like sit down and eat together and connect before the shift, which I, I think is a really awesome thing. It's- it's team building because you're not really supposed to do that once you're on the floor. It's like, or mm-hmm. if you are doing that, you're probably ignoring your table by engaging in drama while there are actually customers in the restaurant. And that's exactly why shift meal is so important is you get to be humans and friends. And then that's also why people love that, you know, the shift drink and the side work after it's all over, like commiserating There's in so the back booth. And to just, it. Yeah. It's really and one great. part is very much the part where it's so busy that everybody is just like, there's no leaning around. It's just like, oh, we're bumping. We're bumping now. Um, that's fun. And I agree. I it, th- There is a high. Just There's like a high. Said. Mm-hmm. And this also kind of blew my mind, too. Some uh, Someone responded as well. This feeling is why I only work high volume restaurants. If the place ain't jumping from open to oh. close, it's too slow for me because uh-uh. my, ADHD, my ADHD brain needs this high. It might actually organize someone's disorganized thinking mm-hmm. or something where – this is where they shine and this is where their brain is best used. And that's like, to me, that's been a powerful thing as well, where sometimes I moan and groan about like, 
oh God, like I'm scared to get back into a service job, but there is such a feeling of like, I went and I moved my body, I used my brain and it yeah. like really like alleviates a lot of depression and anxiety for me. Cause it's like, you go jump into something, you don't have time to sit around and like wallow about your own stupid shit. If that makes Look, sense. Dude, I've been, I've worked in the service industry my whole life and I do yeah. now and people are like, you know, it's it's a different it's a different way, but it's still very much service oriented and, and multi layered and uh, multitasking uh, driven. Where you know, and peop and and I also get to like not whatever, but I get to like, <laughs> I get to like push blackheads out of people's faces. You know, and people ask. <laughs> I have clients all the time that are like, "Is this part like grossed you out? I could never do this." Or like, "Is this your favorite part?" And I do say to people out loud, like, "I feel like I don't have to do talk therapy because I like." push debris like out of people's faces and it's like sometimes like it doesn't want to come out and sometimes it does and like I don't know there's just something very therapeutic about like seeing it surface and come out and then I don't know it's crazy it's crazy but like it is a high truly that just like service in general because I'm also very busy at work and like I can't I can't handle like not being busy like I could not handle and I've always said this just like sitting at a, a desk and like staring at one it's thing and only so, moving like my fingers. Like I would go bonkers. You would lose it. Cause like when I transferred out of the service industry and personally like started working on productions, producing is my service industry mm -hmm. in that field because She's like don't stop. You don't stop. And you're like, whoa, I am I have been so trained for this field without even knowing that I can handle this and crush this like a motherfucker. All thanks totally. to the service industry. Any kind of job where I'm like Whoa, I need, I should, I need to drink water. Like, that's how I feel. It's like, <laughs> yes. you're like slightly dehydrated and like blinky. Like, you know, you're a little, there's a little too much coffee in your system. Like that's how, that's my flow. That's where I go. Let's go. Moving um, on. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You, you do it. This next okay, one. Okay. Got it. All right. And if that brings up anything, y'all, I mean, you know, sideworkpod at gmail.com. Tell mm -hmm. us if you mm -hmm. crush the rush and get that server high. Um, okay, so this final thing from Reddit, and of course, give us some feedback if you like us kind of giving the unsolicited advice off Reddit threads, we're giving it a try. So here's the subject, y'all. I just got scheduled for three doubles in a row Friday through Sunday. The title of this post pretty much says it all. I'm confident I can do it, and I'm happy to have the opportunity to make a lot of money, but I feel like purposely getting scheduled that way is wrong. The weekends can be rough in restaurants, and I think everyone deserves to have at least part of the weekend to themselves. Everyone weigh in. Um, Is this legal? That was my first question, is I'm like, your first course of action is to ask if this is even fucking legal. Yeah. I mean, there's one thing, and, and like I feel like I'm just going to go off and everybody is going to say this. Like, as someone who would work doubles again and again, it was my choice to do so. Yes, I, you don't I get would scheduled say, to do so. Mm -hmm, yep. I would say I definitely will work all this day on this day, and then I'll pick up. It was always if I was, like, about to go out of town or, like, needed a bunch of money or, like, and this is the beauty of, like, the service industry is to be, like, you front I'll, load, live, you I'll, front I'll load live at this fucking restaurant for three days, you yes. know, for sure. Uh, but I just for tickets scheduled for three doubles in a row Friday Saturday Sunday what the actual fuck have you what does your manager have it out for you for yeah I, I don't understand why that would just happen right but the flip side of that is a smart manager knows not to do that to a server uh -huh. especially if you know like they might think this person's a rock star they might not have realized that they scheduled in this way but ah! I know 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I, I know for a fact that like when I would jump in and be like, yeah, I want to do a double and this and that, the owner of my restaurant was sort of like, um, I'm not signing off on that because I know how you get BVP because mm-hmm. they they were being protective of burnout. You know, yeah, because no. it's so crazy. Totally. And I feel like if you are this person, you're you're going to be first cut. You have to be first cut. Like, you can't just right. open and close. Like, right. So, although my fucking ass would be like, I'll do it. I'll fucking close. I'll make all you the money. Think, you think you can. T- and then I the did time- like, you know, because I'm insane. Ugh. But like I. But by the time you're there for your third double on a Sunday, I mean. Oh, fucking murder you are me. Either- then I'm I'm jelly, you know. You are, and you break your body, and it's like, well, I hope you plan on, like, not doing anything on this vacation because you're not going to be able to move. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is so funny, some of the responses to this uh, in terms of, you know, I just got got booked for three doubles in a row. Someone replied, been there. Third day, I want to kill myself in front of a needy table to alter (laughs) the trajectory of their life. And someone replied, whoa, I thought I was the only one who wanted to kill myself specifically to ruin other people's day. But really, I do daydream about it. Quote, unquote, you forgot my ranch. You're terrible at your job and should be fired. And then I respond, you know what? I'm sorry about that, but I have a better idea. Drinks a gallon of bleach in front of them. There. I won't be here next time you come back. Oh, my Ooh. God. <laughs> That's where your brain goes. I yeah. Mean, it, it does become torturous after, like, so many in a row. You do turn into a bit of a zombie. Uh, the high definitely goes away that we talked about. I was mm-hmm. going to say, like, unless you are doing your yoga doing your meditation somehow, you know, I, I, but right. It's like that high is, it's very rare that you're going to get 72 straight hours. Yeah, You start to go loopy. I think it's like you come in for like your Saturday dinner shift or even a Sunday dinner shift. And you're like, Oh my God, did you see Andrea? Like, over in the corner, weird. Like she's been here. She's been here for like three days straight. And I'm just basically <laughs> like, ah, hello, did you? Like I'm like wearing foil on my head and like bopping around. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you throw people in, you know, uh, solitary confinement, you know, they're like, she's been in here for three days. She Mm -hmm. hasn't seen the light. solitary confinement in a way. Yeah, it's way too much. Just set up a cot for me in the back while you're at it. Truly. Oh, Lord. Um, But sort of what you said, Andrea, is another response that we got on this thread. Uh, Someone said, it's one thing if you picked up those shifts out of choice, but for a manager on duty to assume that you are fine with basically living at the restaurant for three days straight without asking first is not okay as service industry workers we're in a rare position right now of having the luxury of the upper hand restaurants are hurting for staff and will basically hire anyone regardless of experience believe me i know i worked with some real newbies lately because my restaurant is so desperate so if you feel overworked and underappreciated find a new job that respects you with some advice um and then i think so this this response is coming from management which is also nice to hear too so regarding the three doubles in a row it sucks we're short on staff right now too so it's been a slog everyone who works at the restaurant is on doubles on friday through sunday this is apparently the new norm at some restaurants myself included as the manager and i'm the fill-in for the expo bar back the host etc even though i'm management still i try to make it work for my staff with our business hours and flow at least i can stagger in times so everyone gets one day where they are in at 1 p.m and one day that they are first out on that friday sunday grind plus everyone gets a four-day week or at minimum one day that's a short shift that ends early so they can go home and sleep or have some drinks we all talk about hiring another server asap but then 
payday comes and the veterans tell me not to do it. LOL. So what can I say? Invest in good, comfortable shoes and insoles. It makes a world of difference on a long double shift. I did three 13 hours back to back this week and it wasn't till my third glass of bubbles at the end of my night that I noticed my feet were complaining. Yeah. And again, like there's something uh, to be said about it. I don't know. It's just that's crazy to find to hear about, though, that it's just well, I'm also wondering, too, though, if business, you know, because you still have a lot of restaurants that are not doing um, Monday through Wednesday service. Mm -hmm. So you might just have no option where you're like Thursday through Sunday's it, baby. And these are the only shifts we have. And so you live in here. And I'm hoping that it will even out again uh, for some people. I mean, and you also always have that coworker who's like, I don't believe in weekends. I don't care about them. I want the money and my life happens Monday through Thursday, you know? Oh, dude. You're always going to sure. have those people. Me having I've had me having like Wednesdays and Thursdays off is like my favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to everybody else have fun. I'll be over here like, yeah, so uh, so wow. good, good topics on Reddit today. Yeah, hope, so um, much to chat about. Um Gets my brain going. Gets my brain going. Oh, man, I'm just going to go carb load on some Pandora Um, (laughs) Cheez-Its right now. I don't know. Yeah. Are they even out yet? Did they? Yeah. Did they? May 26th. May 26th. Oh, God. Mark your calories. Mark Um, your calories. I hope they don't. Yeah. Um, But you guys, again, we hope this inspired stuff. And this is just, you know, like to get the get that conversation a flowing um other than that that was pretty that was a fun little chat brooke you know what we say at the end of every episode indeed godspeed good job good flow get in that flow have some good doubles everyone